welcome to the Wadley Arrow Podcast, featuring your favorite host. Beautiful and lovely, talented. Justin Horn. World famous, yeah. World famous? Yeah. And Jimmy Neese. I said, honey, <laughs> I think I got a tick in my butt crack. <laughs> and I'm like a 16-year-old girl who just turned 16. You <laughs> at me like I'm some crackhead. Oh, I looked at him like a, he was a 16-year-old girl that, that just, turned just turned 16. <laughs> Spread his butt cheeks for some reason. Yeah, I, I like to do that when I'm nervous. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, we got we got the buckless youper, which we, is not buckless we anymore. We got the sexiest mother trucker in the room <laughs> That's here. right. That's a lie. That's not a lie. That's, That's a gospel. Lie. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> That's the gospel for, according to Jimmy and Justin. Mm, I like it. You, you haven't read those chapters yet? Nope. Oh, they're fantastic. But I like them. Oh, yeah. Page turners. Can't put them down. Nope. We're here with Sean Brinkman. Hey, guys. <laughs> the buckless you. Well, he's not the no, buckless no, youper anymore. No, he got him a nice eight-pointer. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Too bad his buddy, his Alabama buddy, one up him. Oh, he really one up him. <laughs> he did. We yeah. talked about that on a previous mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, we did. We I did. Tried. So thank you guys for listening to the show. We're going to cover some sponsors. It's uh, that time of year again. We're going to be plugging the ASA. I'm sorry, man. I screwed it up. It's been too long. Illinois ASA, ASA Federation. Yep. Dale and Kara Kunert are your state directors in Illinois. They do a fantastic job. Yes, and they're really, really good people, and uh, the big, big supporters of the podcast. Yep, yep. And uh, where, where are they located exactly? They are. I don't know exactly. Uh-huh. I know Dale works for the railroad. He's like a multimillionaire, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're they're out of the Pena area, I think, mm-hmm. over on Taylorville, Pena. Um, honestly, having dealt with some of the other state ASA directors in the past, just trying to make correspondence with them, Dale and Kara are. Top-notch people get right back to you, no matter what uh, what you got going on. They're they're willing to help. Their main thing um, is that they want the shooters to have a good time, right? And they want and, them to be we, comfortable. And they do too. Yeah, they well, do a really good job. We went to the state last year, and it was a really good time. They run a tight ship. It's uh, very well ran. So, kudos to them. You know, now through the end of July, we'll be talking about upcoming shoots. Um, this next weekend, we don't have a state qualifier. So the way the state qualifier works for people who wonder, they have a state championship in late July and the qualifier, you don't have to go shoot a certain score. You just join the ASA, you pay your money to join. Um, you go to a a shoot that's a state qualifier. You just shoot the shoot. And they, and they advertise it as this is ASA state qualifier. Yes. Like it's not like you don't have to guess or go to a shoot and hope it's one. Almost, I know you do it every, even on the schedules and everything, it says ASA qualifier. Yes. So it's not, it's not difficult. It's, it's really easy to get into. You can, you can go out there and throw your arrow if you need to. Yeah. You go out and shoot three or four targets, one target and you're qualified. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. So don't, we don't want you to do that though. We want you to shoot the course and practice up. Right. And then, and then all you get, that's all you got to do to uh, qualify for state. That way you can shoot the state championship. You can come say hi to us when we're there again this year. I hope. So the next shoot coming up is actually a pro-am in Foley, Alabama, February 24th and 25th. That's where the uh, professionals and the amateurs get together and shoot. Really? Yeah. It's, we, it's a lot of fun. We Alabama's should, awesome, too. We should go. Yeah, we should. Yeah. If we could only get off work. <laughs> <laughs> we may go to Metropolis, Illinois, though, in June. Mm-hmm. When the pro-am visits uh, Southern Illinois, Justin and I may go down and try and... Uh, 
walk around and interview some of the professionals. I'd just like to watch that in person. Yeah, it's see the good. shoot down. Yeah, it's pretty. Pool I mean, will be there. Yeah, we listen to Bo Say Junkie. Hey to I, I watch all you know all the Bo Junkie videos and stuff like that, and it's pretty cool. Just yeah, you know, watching it on there, but watching it live would be pretty sweet too. So February twenty fourth, twenty fifth, fully Alabama. Spencer's going. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Spencer Hudson, our local known pro. Shout out and kudos to Spencer. He gave me hell because I said with Greg Poole that Danny Mac, Danny McCarthy was my favorite pro. It's yeah. like, oh, not supporting. Oh, yeah. He sent me a text. Right. <laughs> not supporting the local pros, huh? <laughs> so he has busted no. my balls a little. So shout out to Spencer. Thanks for the release, Spencer. Yeah, Sean it. got the release tonight. Um, then on March the 4th, they've got a Illinois qualifier at Wabash County Bowhunters. March the 4th. So if you're looking for a shoot... March the 4th, and it's in uh, Mount Carmel, Illinois. It's the 4th. The Wabash Bowhunters. Go down there and get qualified. Yep. 3D season's upon us, man. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm ready. Next sponsor is Osage Creek Archers, your family-friendly 3D course in Marshall, Illinois. Yep. Um, First shoot is coming up right around the corner. Yes, it is. Third weekend of March. Yep. We'll be on the big loop with Lookout Mountain. I'm ready. Me yep. too. I'm ready to shoot. Hopefully we get good weather. We should by then. I mean, it's actually not bad now. No. The past few days. And past been, few days have been yeah. pretty nice. A little, little moist. Yeah. Little For moist. the people who like the word moist. Moist. <laughs> I like moist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to shoot my my bow. Oh, that's then. right. You haven't really got to. No. Nice. I shot it at Jimmy's and, you know, I still need to sight it in and all that good stuff. So I'm excited. And he's going to be purchasing, segue to our next sponsor, Sword Sights. That's right. That's right. Sean's going to shoot a sword. He's going to be beating the chicks off him with a stick. Yes, he will. <laughs> He'll be like, hey, he's sexy and has a sword sight. Look exactly. out. Exactly. Look out. Like <laughs> <laughs> Pokey with his sword. <laughs> Not the pork sword. Not the pork sword. The yeah. sword sight. The sight. Sword no, sight. sword sights made in the USA. Rod Notestein, the owners, a, a great guy, cares about his product, cares about his customers. Top quality stuff. Also, tree limb quivers. If you need a good arrow quiver, tree limb quivers is a great quiver. I just got some uh, new design in the shop. Uh, I think it's. 59 bucks. You can get the five arrow quiver. It's the dual gripper. So it's got, remember how the older quivers had the single gripper? Yeah. This one's got the dual gripper now. I'm really? doing it. Yeah. I'll so, get one. Sold. 59 bucks. You, that's, that's pretty good. Rod does a multitude of camos, all the oh, patterns, yeah. almost all of them. Anything you can think of. Yeah. And it don't cost anymore, does it? Mm. Yeah. It's no. Not, yeah. It's all the same. No, 59 bucks, black camo, carbon fiber look, whatever whatever look you're going for on your bow, we can. Yeah. They do every Obsession camo. They do every. All the real trees, all Mossy the, Oaks, yeah. Cryptic, um, all that stuff. Yeah. Blast so. Leaf, you name it, they got it. Yep. So. If you're uh, in the market for a good quality sight, sword sights, if you're in the market for a good quality quiver, true limb quivers, check them out. Tell, uh, let them know that the Wobbly Arrow sent you. Get your 10% off of nothing special. Nope, that's exactly right. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice discount there. Yep, that's right. Did I get that's 10% right. off? Really? 10% off of nothing. 10% off of nothing. Damn. Well, that's 10% <laughs> off of something. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll work out a behind the scenes under the table deal, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean, Sean. I hear you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That got a little moist. 
<laughs> my eyes are watering. <laughs> so our next sponsor. Okay, I'm back up now. Nice Archery. Your uh, local pro shop in Marshall, Illinois. Quality, integrity, commitment to the customers. Come by and see me. Yep. Come shoot some bows. Bring your bow in. He's awesome. If you need, uh, so awesome. If you need, hey, talk uh, talk about your uh, your student there. I just got a new bow. Oh yeah, Trisha. That'll help. That, that helps out. So, this will let you know how long has Trisha been going. Three years. Three years in East Archery. How three good years. has she gotten in three years? So when Trisha first came, um, Trisha was shooting probably high one hundreds, low two hundreds. She's she, shooting she, some zeros. Yeah, but she stuck with it and wanted to learn. So um, she brought her grandson to me, and I taught him. He spends the summers with her. Then after he went home, she started showing up. She's been pretty faithful about every week. Um, Last year, towards the end of 3D season, she was shooting 306s, 308s, 310s, shooting 6 to 10 up. She's 63. 61, I think. 61? Yeah, yeah. So hell of a shooter she's she works her butt off at it um don't get me wrong she's not a natural mm-hmm. she's put in the time and the effort um but she's shooting at a high level just got a new pse phenom target bow we've got her with a single pin movable sight with two power lens she's got the dead center stabilizers and weights i mean she's all about she's it. set up she's ready to go she's ready to go That's awesome. all she needs is a sponsor yeah. Yeah. Well, I got her a jersey ordered. Did you really? Yeah. Sweet. It's got uh, Osage Creek, Nice Archery, PSE, QAD, Wobbly Arrow podcast on it. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, and she's the type too that um, she goes to all the shoots in the area. She loves to shoot. If there's a shoot within driving distance, she's going to go. Really? And she hands out cards and says, hey, you need to go shoot here. These guys are great. That's and, awesome. You know, yeah. yeah. So the other night, we were talking about her. Jersey and someone asked her, said, well, have you listened to Jimmy's podcast? And she said, no. She goes, in fact, Jimmy, we need to sit down and talk about this. So I know what to tell people so she can tell people about our show. About our show. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, if you want lessons, if you want to get better, come and see me. Zero intimidation factor. You don't need to be intimidated. Oh, and when you see him, you really won't be intimidated. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you're just getting started out, maybe you don't shoot a bow, you listen to us because we're jackasses and you like to laugh, but you want to try shooting a bow, you don't know where to start, come and see me. I live for this. That's what I live for. Yeah. And he's awesome. One of the most personable dudes you'll ever meet. And it's a really good atmosphere. I mean, and I'm not putting down any shops, but there are some shops you go into and they, they push a lot of product and they always have a bunch of people in there. And I'm, I'm not saying that Jimmy doesn't get a lot of people coming into his shop, but you are still kind of starting out for Mm -hmm. the most part. Oh yeah. And, uh, and he, uh, and it's a really Really good but I got, session. I got stools there you can sit on. I've got a bar with bar stools, chairs you can sit at. I mean, it's it's relaxing. There's a radio, TV, whatever. Come and sit down. If you just want to come by and visit and listen and learn. Yeah. A lot of people so, come by just to listen. Yep. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's nice. Just people come in, he'll work on a bow, and you can just kind of sit there and, and you can see what he's doing and, and everything and just kind of learn the ins and outs. Yep. It's yep. a great environment. Yep. Either way. So, and there's a porta potty outside with an LED lights. <laughs> oh, speaking of that. So <laughs> we get power. <laughs> today, my uh, mom and dad came over, and dad's like, I got to go pee before we go eat. I'm <laughs> like, okay. So he walks out, and I'm like, say to my two sons, hey, let's go act like we're going to tip the porta potty over. Oh, man. So we go out there, and he hears us coming in the gravel. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and we start tipping it over. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my God, Jesus, stop. <laughs> uh, so we go in and tell my mom, 
you know, what we had done with Lori and they're dying laughing. He comes back in and he's dying laughing. He thought it was hilarious. He's right. like, man, that blue liquid in there was sloshing back and forth. I was getting nervous. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. crap. So. He sent, he sends me stuff on Facebook all the time. Does he? does, yeah. Is it Trump related stuff? Oh, yeah, for he sure. He drives a Trump train. Does he really? Yeah. He drives, he's, he's on it. He's a conductor. That's right. Oh, yeah. He sends me all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Do you ever he, send he him? He sent me a, a Bruce Caitlyn Jenner thing the other day. That was oh. fucking hilarious. Do you ever send him any of your gross no I, ha- I haven't stuff? i'm trying to fill him out because i got some i got some stuff like i and uh, Anth- Anth- uh, our buddy anthony rollo says that i collect the grossest stuff in the world like i do base like somebody would collect baseball cards oh, he got, told me that the other day we went to a little lunch it was vip day for our kids and he's like does Justin send you this shit? <laughs> I mean, look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, I get it occasionally, but uh, yeah, yeah it, it's awesome. It's uh, I got there, especially Jimmy. Uh, it gets so with John. Oh yeah. Oh, it gets so bad. I mean, there's stuff on there I can handle a lot, but there's some videos that come through. Like I just hope nobody ever gets my my Facebook and goes through my messages. Imagine when he dies oh, and man. the family's like trying to close accounts out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the hell was my dad into? He had a dirty mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so oh shoot, so bad. So anyway, come and see me. Yep. If you're into archery, need some help, whatever. Um, I would love to have the opportunity to earn your business. Speaking of archery, I, I mentioned in a Facebook little live video I did on the Wobbly Arrow one night about Coach's Corner. Yep. I don't. Do you guys have a better name for it? Where somebody submits questions, people submit questions, and I answer them. Well, there's a athletic store in Terre Haute called Coach's, Coach's Corner. Corner. <laughs> um, so what should I call it, Sean? I liked. I watched that segment actually, yeah, I and I liked it, and I liked the fact that you were excited about it. I, I really <laughs> did. But the whole time you said Coach's Corner, I was like, shit. There's a sports store right called down the Coach's road. Corner. So we need to got to figure something else out. But it is but a good that, name that, for the for what you're trying to do. Yeah, because that. Yeah, I mean, because you're just. Or we to, could call it "Ask the Coach." Ask, ask the Coach. Because nothing else is named that. Yeah, we need. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, so Pete, what the hell? Sore dick. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. Do I need to invent a new language so I have something <laughs> yeah, brand new? Right? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Does that means Are come you talking me. to me? Yeah. <laughs> We, I, I don't know, Yimmy. Uh, Coach's Corner's good. He didn't know about it. Uh, See, I, our I, pod, like, I like Coach's Corner. I hope our podcast has a further reach than Terre Haute, Indiana. It better. Yeah. Well, it I does. Hope. We know it does. I need to start sharing. It, 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 it goes all the way to at least Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, it goes to the UP, <laughs> I bet, man. There's oh, some yeah. guys up there stocking a house with a couple <laughs> six-packs and a 30-pointer on a wall, and they're, you know they're watching a wobbly arrow. Holy fuck. Oh, man, I'm sorry I said the F word. Sorry. Hey, it's okay. I That's figured right. out how to put the explicit rating on our episode. Okay, so yeah, put a beep on that one, eh? What? No, we don't. We don't beep anything out no. anymore. We got to the point to where uh, there were so many f bombs being dropped. Damn, that we right. We just kind of we would have worn out the beeper. We, yeah, we just kind of well, and, just go and we're it. like a really hot woman who goes all natural. <laughs> right, she doesn't need to cover up anything. Nothing. I like it. We're like the hottest woman of podcasts. We've only had we've only had to edit out one thing. Yeah, that's, that's it was it. something illegal. Yeah. Someone shared something illegal on the show. I had to. In fact, we edited out the whole damn episode because I didn't feel good and I wasn't thinking and I just went, uh, boom, killed it all. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. We're like, uh, you can't talk yeah. about that. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going out in airwaves. Okay. 
And then I looked down, I'm like, uh-oh, guys, I just killed it. We're like an hour and 10 in or something. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah it was bad. Because then we had to literally go back. And redo and the, redo everything. the whole thing. And it was so, it was it was kind of boring. Because we're like, we're just going to sit here and talk about the same <laughs> shit we've been talking about for the past hour. That's horrible. But we had to do it with uh, <clears throat> one of the ATA episodes, too. Did we? Had to cut one out. Had to cut oh, stuff yeah, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need okay. to stop. You know, I try to be a good Christian example for my kids. So I should, probably shouldn't drop the F-bomb anyway, but it just comes out sometimes. And Jesus has got to be like, oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, right. you prayed today uh, right. like 10 times. So I'm banking on Jesus. He's <laughs> banking on well. Jesus having a sense of humor. He does. Uh, right. He's got to. It has to. He was perfect, but he could laugh too. So are right. you saying, are, are we going on record that Jesus doesn't mind the F-bombs? I think. <laughs> Hold on, folks. That sound you're hearing is the back pedal. <laughs> Not, yeah. Well, contrary to popular belief, I don't know. I think that oh, I could get on a whole Jesus kick here because I love Jesus. But I think he's more merciful than people think he is. I would agree. Uh, and, With and, a lot of things. In all honesty, was the F-bomb a thing way, that, back, way back when? Well, there's a lot of things that weren't a thing way back then. Yeah. It's just, but, it's just a word. I don't know what he thinks, but yeah. hey, let's not get into Jesus. Cause <laughs> okay. We could do a whole podcast on Jesus. Well, let's write got, it down. I'm sure we got, some, yeah. we got some Christian listeners. For oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, my grandma. Hey, you gra- ever hear me say, sorry, grandma? It's hey, because hey, grandma, grandma listens. So, Coach's Corner. I like it. Had a submission. person wrote in and said, hey, when I shoot at 20 yards, I'm pretty good. When I move back to 30 yards, I'm always hit right. How do I adjust my sight, my pin, so my 30-yard pin hits in the center? Fair enough, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Except pins don't move sideways. Correct. There's something else wrong. So if you're shooting your bow, and at 20 yards, you're sighted in to where you're hitting dead center bullseyes, and you move back to 30, and you're hitting to the right, it's actually your arrow rest that's out of adjustment. Your arrow rest needs to be moved. It's off. They call that center shot. When you set the bow up and you get the center shot correct, your bow will hit. I'm not talking up and down. I'm talking left and rights. Will hit in the center. When you're sighted in up close, it will hit at the center no matter how far back you go. It will always put the arrow down the center. When the arrow rest is off, for instance, this particular listener was hitting to the right. He needs to move his arrow rest to the left. It's right. the opposite. You do the exact opposite of how you would sight in a bow when you're dealing with the arrow rest. Right. So what I would recommend doing to set your center shot is to walk up close to the target, 10 yards away. Shoot at the center of the target, and we're, we, we don't care where you hit up and down. Use your top pin, your 20-yard pin, if that's your top pin. Aim to the center and make sure you're hitting in the center. If you're hitting right or left, move your sight until you're hitting in the center. Once that happens, move back to 20 or 30 yards and shoot again. Yeah, because your your imperfections in your bow will really pop out when you drop back 30, 40, 50 yards. Yeah. So on this case where the customer's good up close, moves back to 30 yards, and he's hitting four inches to the right, he needs to move his arrow rest to the left just a fuzz. Arrow rest adjustments are very minute. It doesn't take much. So what I would do is I would loosen the bolt Barely tap the rest over to the left, tighten it back down, move back up to 10 yards, shoot. If I'm still on, move back to 30. Now, if I didn't move far enough, maybe it's two inches to the right now every time. 
loosen that bolt, move it a little bit again, move back up. You may have to sight back in up close. Right. Once you get it set to the optimum center shot, your air rest, you'll hit the center, whether you're at 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Not up and down. I'm not talking your up and down stuff. I'm just talking the lefts and the rights. Once you have your center shot set properly, the bow will become much easier to shoot. Much, much easier. I've had people stop by the shop before. Um, this past fall, I had a guy down from Michigan, um, bought some arrows and went outside to shoot. And I noticed his center shot was off pretty bad. Pretty bad. Said, let me go grab some Allen wrenches. Five minutes later, he was pounding. He's like, oh my gosh, this bow's never shot like this. And we will, and I will say, uh, drop away or rest. Will. Justin is racist against the Whisker Biscuits. I am so racist against Whisker Biscuits. He hates Whisker Biscuit <laughs> arrests. Well, that, what really sunk it in was that day when we had that one guy. At the company shoot. Yeah, yeah, at the company shoot, and he hit every arrow was different. <laughs> every arrow, he, he had not hit in the exact same spot. I'm like, he's either really bad at shooting a bow or there's something else wrong, and it turns out it was because his fletchings weren't lined up right, and as he was hitting the little whiskers on the whisker biscuit, it was throwing an arrow off. Yeah, which I've never really seen. Usually you load an arrow in a whisker biscuit, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. where it's at. As right. long as you don't hit your cables on the way out, you're good. Right. His bow wasn't. No, it wasn't good at all. I don't know if, I don't know why. But ever since then, Justin's had a hard-on for whisker biscuits. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. In fact, Bobo's coming Bobo's up. Bobo's coming up just to buy and QAD. And Justin's like, uh, you're getting rid of the whisker biscuit. <laughs> He's like, whoa, what do you mean? I don't know what was said. Some people like him. I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't have success with it. I just, well, look know, at, as much as what, as much as the price of a drop away has come down uh, over the, over the past few years and you know, the whisker business still costs, you know, 50 bucks or if you buy the pro or whatever, they're still expensive. Why wouldn't you just buy a drop away? I have a question about, uh, really, or about rest too, if I can go to it. Go ahead. Yeah. When, yeah, we're still an yeah. ask the coach, Sean. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, coach's corner. Well, you know, I came over, <laughs> you know, um, and we set that yes. rest up. The uh, Sims? Limb Saver PT100. Limb Saver, yep, yep. And uh, it was a, a rest I won and actually gave it to Jimmy and then took it back. <laughs> and, and he, he offered. He pulled a gun. I, couldn't I did, uh, yeah. Um, but anyhow, the, the, the reason, the question I want to ask because I don't know if you set it up when you set it up. Jimmy's an awesome bow tech, so I'm not questioning his. <laughs> He's getting ready to tell you why I suck. <laughs> right. we'll no, no, no. Closely. I went home, and I actually sent Jimmy the video, but I doubt he watched the whole thing um, on that rest. On the setup, yeah. And, you know, you said that the he was using his tape measure to, Yep. I don't know what you said, but he was actually using it on his slack. To measure the slack in the, in the drop cord. Yes. And that, on that specific rest, what what they claim to be the most, the, one of the things about it is you can adjust your uptime. Yes. On that rest from two seconds to like five and a half seconds on that rest. Hundredths of a second? No. Or Inches. Okay. Inches. Okay. You can adjust the time. I was going to say five mm. seconds, your arrow is about 200 yeah. yards away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm an idiot, eh? <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, maybe you can talk about, is that what it's called, uptime? Okay. Arrow? Sure. Is that what it's called? 
Were you talking about the clearance where it drops out right as the arrow is going past? I'm talking about how long the arrow rides on the rest before the rest falls out of okay, the way. Okay, gotcha. What's that called? Yeah. He put me on the spot. Coach's corner, everybody. <laughs> Coach's corner. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I know what you're talking about. Well, on that specific rest, you can adjust that arrow uptime from two inches to five inches. And they say, <clears throat> now, if you got a really smoking fast bow, you're not going to be able to have that arrow on your rest for the five seconds because it's just going to, you're going to hit your rest. But on an average bow, mm-hmm. The longer that you have your arrow on your, whatever you call them. The forks. As long as you have your, the longer you have your arrow on the forks. The more stable it is. The more stable your arrow is going to fly. Yep. And and that's one of their selling points of right. that. You can adjust that. That's like limb drivers, big selling point. They show those slow motion videos of mm-hmm. limb drivers getting out of the way just right as the fleshings are getting ready to come by. That's a big selling point. The thing with your arrow rest so when I watch the guy on the video, what Sean's talking about is on the on the installation video, he's showing how he takes his tape measure and measures the the drop cord, the cord that goes from the rest to your cable, to the down cable. He's measuring his slack so it's in the right range when he's ready to cut it, burn it, tie it in, whatever. Right. And that's what I got from it. That he he can take a tape measure and say, Okay, if I'm gonna tie it in at the bottom of my handle, then I know I need three inches or four inches or whatever. The reason I don't think it's that critical when I watched the video was because of the way the arrow rest ties into the cable. You've got that leaf spring that comes up off there that gives you adjustment. Yes. And so that buys you a little bit of, what would you call that? Play, maybe? Maybe. Of not having to be, like with QAD, the QAD, you have the two indicator lines. And when you come to full draw, your indicator line should be even with it, not above it because it the arrow won't drop, and not below because that's too much tension on the internal parts. You need it right there with it. So you have to be really almost on the gnat's ass with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they had that same spring style where let's say that you're off by eighth of an inch, that spring has like a half inch of travel up and down. You know what I mean? Tension. And the reason they put that spring on there <clears throat> is um, so it will never, no matter how hard that cord pulls on that rest, because I guess you can get into some things where if you're if that cord, it could pull your bow out of tune. Yeah. And I've heard people <clears throat> say that it affects their timing. So I guess with that spring there. You're you're always gonna pull on that leaf spring, and you're not gonna be pulling on your your cables. Yeah, in tune, it won't take. I don't right. Know. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Nope, that, that makes, makes sense. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it does. But I think so. What I look for when I set a bow up um, is interference on a drop away. That's the main thing. Usually, you know, um, if you're getting interference because you can hear it. It's really loud. You can. It's a it's a slap sound. Well, we did that. Remember my bow whapped off the shelf with I still can't get out of my head. Yep. We were paper tuning my bow. And that's what made me second guess this rest even till now. I was like, man, we did paper tuning. It was shooting good, shooting good. And then all of a sudden a shwacka I blew an eight inch hole through the paper. And I thought, really? man, and Jimmy's like, oh, no big deal. We can take care of this. And he fixed it. And I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm going to be, have a booner in front of me and this thing's going to yeah. bounce back Arrow's up. It's going to go all sideways. 
So if there's one thing I take away from that rest is I like it, the look, the feel, everything, adjustability. I'm not – I wish there was an anti-braking system yeah. like there was on my ripcord. Yeah. He's talking like in the – I'm a big QAD fan. I love QADs, and they've got a brake in them. So when they come down to the shelf, they stop. It mm-hmm. lock, it's not locked, but it's not going to bounce. Yeah, it, it just – it's got like a certain yeah spot and it's what it's almost like if you're driving a golf cart or a lawnmower and you let off the hydrostatic just just comes to a stop that's kind of what it does so it won't come back yeah yeah, because that's what happens slap on the way down with cheaper rest is they'll come down hit the shelf and bounce back up right as the tail of the arrow is going by and that gives you really ugly arrow flight yeah like real bad real bad yeah like he said, about an eight-inch tear in the paper. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't think that. I mean, when they, last year when they started selling that rest, it was a hundred ninety-five dollar rest. Yeah. So I'm thinking, there's this thing's got to be awesome. You get what yeah. you pay for, and usually when it comes to archery equipment, I mean that's right. And I, I'm going to shoot it all year. Yeah. I mean, but I would. I wouldn't be scared of it. I wouldn't be. I think it's fine. I really do. I would hunt with it. I'm going to hunt with it. Yeah. We just got more tuning than to do. I think I yeah. want to come over and. Really get it out. Really make sure it's not going to bite me in the butt because I get nervous anyway, and I can't imagine what I'm thinking of Do that. Do you get worked up? Yeah, I get worked up. How worked, how worked up did you get on your buck this year? I didn't have time. Didn't have time to get worked up? I know we talked about it, but I don't think we talked about that. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was more worked up when Jade called me and was throwing up in his mouth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was... Dude, that was I'd, have been, I'd have been throwing up in my mouth, too, if... That deer would walk by me, and I actually put a good arrow into it. He did. Walk 10 feet. But I got worked up this year, I guess, when I saw him coming, but I couldn't figure out which deer it was. So as I'm, and I had this new, or uh, well, I had a new bow, which I loved, um, but I also had a new release that I was shooting. And I found out with a hook release like with the little fang i found out when you're nervous and it's cold <laughs> and you're trying to put your d loop on that it can be kind of difficult and i think it took me six times when that buck was coming down the trail really? I was like, oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> and finally i had a little tension i was like Whew. but yeah that's awesome that's what i love about it that's what i love about hunting yes you yeah. know in general like the buck I shot this year, I didn't have time to get nervous because I just, boom, he was there. Yeah. Now, when I saw him across the field like the week earlier when I was trying to figure out how I was going to kill him, I was all worked up because he was laying with the doe and the CRP and running other bucks away from him. And That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And then the I also rattled in one. We've got one that we call Peace. He's uh, a couple years ago, we've had him on trail camera for a couple years. It looked like he was throwing the peace sign with his antlers and great big forks. Mm-hmm. Now he's about a 135, 140 inch buck and he's got a little bit more stuff on him. I rattled one morning, gray light, you could barely see. And, um, I had been in the stand maybe 15 minutes sat there and I thought, I'm going to try rattling. I rattled. He came flying in. I mean, he was pissed. You talk about cool though. Oh yeah. I, I love that, I mean, that's why I talked about it so much last year. And, yeah. And got you. To and it. that's the only reason I was rattling yeah. is because uh, Justin was, you know, hammering it's, me. Hit the, black rack. Rack. hit the black rack. Yeah. Hit the black hey, rack. Hit the black rack. Have you seen anything? No. Hit the black <laughs> rack. Son of a bitch. I bet you I got 40 texts that say hit the black rack. <laughs> 
I, I, I love it. They I'm should like, be. Uh, a, Illusion should sponsor our show. They should. As yeah, hard as you should. swing from their nuts. I can't. I can't well, help sh- it, man. And then I got now. I'm on this. Uh, on the decoy kick, which is going to be oh, a big yeah. thing next year. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I had so much fun with it. I know I didn't shoot a buck this year, but I probably learned more this year than what I did any t- any time else. Just yeah. just from watching. Yeah. I I would like to try decoys, but I don't know. You don't really need to though. Why not? Because you you know your property so well, you know. Yeah, but much I want to put the vibe out, man. Where the t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I think that you have a good reason to use decoys. Yeah, I want to put out that vibe. You would love it. If just having one come in, just scraping at the ground, snorling, getting all pissed off, you would love it. Yeah. You would love it. Troy swears by it. There's a certain period of time where he, he always takes a decoy. Yeah, he taught that's what yeah, that's why he told me. But Troy's on a whole new level. Yeah. Do you see the caddy kill? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see the one the full body picture no. of it? Oh my goodness. It's big. Yeah. It's a monster. Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Troy. Oh, look at that. Look at that kitty cat. That's a giant, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, dude. I know I said congrats on the Facebook, but man, that's a giant. It Qu- is. Qu- quarter inch from Boone, Boone and Crockett, wasn't it? Yeah. It's pushing Boone. Yeah. Wow. That's it's awesome. It's pushing Boone. M- missed it by a quarter of an inch. They think. Is that head? Yeah. So Mr. what they Black do is they. They scrape everything down the bone, and then they have to dry for so long and all that. So he told me, he said, I think it'll be Boone. Um, when he shot it, he's like, the guys are telling me that it might be Boone. And Troy doesn't know. It's the second one he's killed, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he said once they got it to the taxidermist, he got it scraped. He said it, he, they think it'll it'll fall maybe a quarter inch short of being Boone and Crockett. Oh, man. So definitely Pope. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That, well... You know, and he's probably going to get a, a full body mount of it. You know, tackling oh, his ab- full his full body mounted elephant he's got in his living room. You know, so yeah. After I shot my second cat, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is that where Bojangles went? Yeah, uh, the neighbor's yeah. cat. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, right. oh, I felt so bad. He was, he was holding it like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just so everybody knows, that Poor was a kid. really good inside yeah. joke. Joking? No, we're not. We don't kill house mm. cats. Well, if that, they're mean to your yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into that. I got a story on that. <laughs> don't make yeah. me delete re- this. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn it! Oh, uh, it, it's not illegal. No, I don't think. No, oh. it's not illegal. What if it's a nuisance and it's causing harm to your family? That's a different story. I had a wild cat that I almost this, killed. This was wild cat. Was it feral? Like a yeah, feral oh, house yeah, cat? Yeah. 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 Bad news. Was it? We won't get into that. Okay. Was it killing like your turkeys and chickens and stuff? Well, not exactly. Okay. Did it get in your it, pan? Well, it might have. And I don't know for sure. But it was going to kill my damn kid if I didn't kill it. Wow. Because it had kittens. Yep. That's, oh, yeah. And it brought kittens under my house. That's what happened to us. And we tried to rescue the kittens. Because it was kind of, they were going to die. It's cold outside. Yeah, and it was cold. And my kids were trying to go get the kittens and then go get mom. And then, well, mom was, we couldn't even go around our front porch of our house to like walk in the front yard because that mama cat would be like, (laughs) you know, doing her thing (laughs) and be like waiting to jump. And it would jump at you and do all that stuff like mean. 
And finally, I had to put a Grim Reaper through it. <laughs> I don't... What a wow! I don't even know if that's legal or illegal, but it was mean. It was causing harm, and it was going to hurt one of my kids. So I took it into my own hands. How'd the Grim Reaper do? It did great. <laughs> but the cat ran across 340 and went right under the neighbor's deck. And I'm thinking, dang, that thing's going to smell like <laughs> shit in a couple of months. So neighbors never said nothing. But uh, I got a similar story to that. I killed coons one night. We, When Laura and I lived in Ashmore, we had elderly neighbors. And there was a bunch of coons getting in their trash can, knocking it over. It was a trash can that had a lid, but these coons were smart enough they could get the lid open and get down in it. One of those big plastic bins, you know. Yeah. And the neighbor asked me, she said, hey, can you take care of that coon for us? She keeps coming. I'm like, yeah, I'll shoot her with my bow because I'm in town. She's like, oh, man, we'd appreciate it. They're, they're in their, like, 80s. Right. They didn't care. So the damn thing out of here. Yeah. So that night I smoke that freaking coon and it goes flying down their driveway across the road into the neighbor's bushes right by the front door. Yeah. And it's wounded. <laughs> right. No more than gets piled in there and the neighbors pull up. I'm like, oh uh-huh. shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get attacked by a wounded coon. Oh no. So I go running out the driveway with my bow. I'm like, Steve, 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 Steve. I'm like, there's a wounded coon in your bush. It's like, yeah, okay. As he's walking in the house. He had no idea what I was saying. That coon's hanging off his ankle. Oh yeah. Oh man, you had to put one down uh like three years ago. Uh, uh, it had it had rabies or, and like worms all in it and stuff. Ew. And uh, but she was sitting on the ground in a chair. She was deer hunting, and this damn thing come out of a tree and was and come at her <laughs> while she's on the ground. And uh, she put a good shot on it. She killed it right where it was at. Had a picture. Was it hanging off the end of the gun barrel? Huh? Uh, shot with a bow. Oh, with her bow. Yeah, wow. she shot with her bow. And uh, yeah, her. but it was from it was coming at her from here to that chair. Yeah. So it wasn't you know, it wasn't like it was that far away or anything like that. But yeah, she said it was like stomping its feet and doing like hissing at her and all kinds of shit. I've I never- killed one similar situation with the trash. Yeah. Well, we had them. You know where my little mini barn is. Yeah. Well, the coons would get up on that mini barn in our kitchen back doors right here. And you can see on the other side of the fence, my trash. Well, them coons would climb over top of the the thing and they'd look and they'd make sure the coast was clear. And then they'd come down and they'd get into my trash. Well, one day I saw one up there, a big bitch. And I was like, man, I'm going to kill her. But the only way I can kill her is if I keep the door open. So I opened the kitchen back door. And of course, the kids were standing there. And I drew my bow inside of my kitchen and I smoked her, and it, I had a picture forever. I said, Kirk Johnson might still have the picture, but I shot her right between the eyes. It was awesome. Oh, wow. But it wasn't a complete pass-through, so I had like a foot on one side and a foot on the other, and it was right through her eyes. But she never got in my trash anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was a good shot, really. That's what I was aiming. It was a good shot. Out the back door, too. Uh, yeah, in the kitchen. I was standing in my kitchen. We had, um, the year of the drought, we had a problem with coons on our deck all the time, eating the cat food and stuff for the outside cats. They come all the time. We have a little twenty-two pistol with a laser on it. That's the ticket, because you can open that door and you don't even have to aim. You just flip the laser on. You can hold it down by your hip. 
So I can show you sometime on my porch. I got a 22 hole in the floor. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Where I missed the follow up shot. <laughs> uh, I'll be hunting right out here this year. Will you? Mm-hmm. I got permission on that field back there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when there's beans, there's not a whole lot of deer back here. But on the years where there's corn, there's always a big buck that goes back and forth. Is it corn this year? Yeah, it's corn. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, they come from the woods behind. There's like a big piece of woods, probably, I don't know, half a mile that way. Yep. And they just filter into this field over here when it's all corn. Sweet. Yeah. Do you have a tree out there you can get a stand oh, in? Oh, yeah. Big what, tree. You even going to have to wear camo? Probably not. I might just sit up my little red barn. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot out the window. There you go. He's like blind. I like I'm, it. I'm kind of excited. Heck yeah. You'd probably kill a booner. Uh, dude, I can't. <laughs> I'm, a every, I'm a every other year kind of kind of guy, apparently. Yeah. I can't get it done every year. I was every other year for a long time, and then I went through. Dry spell? Yeah, 13 yeah. to 17. Yep. But I was. It was like. Three, seven, nine, eleven. I had some weird years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not mountainous deer. No, you get a skull hooker. Yeah, I'm just gonna put them on a skull. I think hooker. I'm gonna do that. I I like that so much. I think I'm just gonna do that unless I get something. Yeah, just stupid. You know, that's where we're at now too. Yeah. We got enough mounted deer in the house. Yeah, because so. this that takes up too much space. Yep, it really does. Yep, takes up a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> well, every deer I shoot over one fifty is getting mounted. That's where I'm at. That's a pretty yeah, good. Yeah. That's a good. I gotta catch a largemouth over eight pounds to go right in the middle. Get on it. That's what we're trying, what we're trying to do. We got. You know what? Chicken Okay, I got a question for that's you. Like ten pound chicken mogwit that your dad shared. Uh, I know that dude caught it off the bank. Sore dick. That thing was huge. It was huge. So I got a question for you. I had someone showed me on eBay. They had a largemouth bass mount. Yeah. It was like 285 bucks. So when you catch a big fish, you take it to the taxidermist. The only thing reason he needs your fish is to match the color, right? He's buying a form. No. No, they actually, you know, they, they skin it and put it on a form. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, now, you, okay. can, you can do it two ways. They're, that's kind of like an old-fashioned way. Everybody's kind of went to catch and release. And I've so I've, they take a picture. They take a picture of it. You'll take measurements. When I say it's like a really, really specific measurements, how long it is, the the girth of the tail, the girth of the belly, uh, how wide the mouth is. Like there's a bunch of different things, yeah. and then you you can take those measurements and the picture of the fish to the taxidermist, and they can buy a form that's already it look, and you can tell the difference. But the difference is is like these fish right here, it probably in like two or three years I have to take them and get them recolored because okay. they'll start fading. Okay. When you buy the other one, it's like a thousand years guaranteed. Really? Or some stuff. Well, it'll outlast you. So I'm looking at this stupid fish on Facebook for $285 and I'm thinking, why doesn't the taxidermist just do these up and sell them on eBay for $285? If that's what people are paying. Yeah. Who cares? They do. They do. But it's mostly to... Uh, bars and and places oh like restaurants that. stuff yeah, like that that's what they gotcha yeah. okay. cabela's okay. like if you go into bass pro or cabela's or something like that and you see all these fish the most of those weren't caught by anybody they were just made up gotcha yeah. okay now um something i want to bring up kryler i've been talking to kryler kryler yeah. kryler you know kryler shots you don't know kryler tyler tyler okay 
He said that you and him are kind of working on maybe doing a turkey slam together. That would be, yeah. He is super pumped. I want to do it really bad. We started looking, we were uh, talking, uh, was it last week? We were talking on the phone and talking back and forth through Facebook and looking up prices. And you can actually go kill some turkeys. I mean, of course, it might not happen your first time, you know, without getting a guide and all that stuff. You can go down to Florida and, and, do a turkey hunt for like 150 bucks or something like that. So the slam for people who don't know, there's four variations. Would you call it yeah. of the species of turkey in El- or in Illinois? In the United States, you've got Eastern, the Rios, Osceola, and Merriams. Yep, right. That's right. So Eastern is from the Mississippi River east. Yep. Merriams are what the Dakotas, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Yeah, and but they're it's really spotty. Is it? Yeah, it's really spotty. Like that's the Merriams are going to be the hardest ones, I believe. The Rios are pretty pretty easy, you know, like Texas places like that. New Mexico, Texas. Yeah, you can go down and and, and shoot one of those. Uh, there's a couple hybrids in there too. You just to get the actual slam, you have to really do your homework because you can get like a mix between a Merriam and an Eastern, and you know because they're right. still just yeah. turkeys. But. Uh, yeah, there's there's one there's one that's going to be really tough. The one the Osceola is only in Florida, right? Yeah, but those are that's they're not that. I mean, they're tough to hunt, but we got Top Shelf Larry on our side. Oh, there he you goes, go. He goes down there every year. Gotcha. He kills okay. one and guides down there. So that's going to be the Eastern. Well, yeah, I was looking at Turkey Outfitters. That stuff's not cheap. No, if you it's go not. with an outfitter, if you go with an outfitter, it's expensive it's like as hell. Fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars, depending on <laughs> where you're going and what yeah, you want to kill. And it's only a seventy-five. It's like a seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollar tag, and it's at uh, you can kill two birds with one tag, even in Florida. Uh, but if you want to go through a guide service, you're looking at the three grand. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. And when you could just go down, research your public land, yeah, and uh, and go down March. You know, it starts in March or season does. So would you? Oh, excuse me. Would you? Um, Gun or bow? That's what I I I would really like to just take my bow, just because. Last year I went with a gun a little bit, and when you are gun hunting versus turkey hunting, you get a little sloppy. Gun versus bow? Yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck? That is <laughs> he said gun Jesus. versus turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you Holy get a little crap. sloppy. Get, get a little sloppy. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But but yeah. Oh damn. I, I got with with a gun in my hand. I got a little complacent because it was like, oh, if something comes in, I'll just shoot it. It's not that easy. It, it's really not. Uh, but I, I still think I think I could reach out farther with the guns that I have on hand. I could probably reach out farther with a bow. Yeah, kind of gun. I feel the same way. Yeah, because you're using a shotgun. I mean, especially with your single pin sword sight. <clears throat> oh, they're at sixty five yards. Hold yeah, on a second. <laughs> I'd have, if I'd have had that last year, I'd have killed a turkey. We had one, but I had a gun instead of a bow. It was like 65 yards out. I could have done that easy. Heck yeah. Even with the bow, I, with what I got right now, I could have done that. Because I've been practicing out here in the yard and stuff, sitting down. Sweet. And shooting. Do it. But I got one with a gun and two with a bow. Last year? Yeah, but you had a lot or, of fun with yours, though, didn't you? You, got last the, year, you yeah. did the fan. I did hunt. the re- reaping, they yeah. call it. Turkey reaping. Which is the tail feather. Yep. Out yep. in the middle of a freaking field. It was great. <laughs> That's what I want to do this year. It's fun, man. 
Tyler's never been turkey hunting. And I told him, once you do it, you're going to love it. Yeah, it's fun. And I said, if you want to sit, it said, if you want to use your bow, take a blind. Yes. Set up a blind. I said, if you want to run, run around, take a gun. Well, if you get the, uh, they have the, uh, is it Primo's? I can't remember what it is, but it's a, it's the turkey reaper. It's, it's called something. It's a flat turkey, and it's wing, it's it's puffed up, and its wings stick out. So it makes a really big profile mm-hmm. that you can literally you can fit almost your whole body behind and draw a bow back. So all you'd have to do is draw back, and then just kind of peek out and shoot. These guys are shooting them with pistols. Yeah. The, the, yeah, that one would have came right uh, to me. Yeah. They're shooting. I mean, they're they're doing this. They're they're standing behind it, and they got like a little hole they can look through. And the turkey gets like six inches away and they just reach out and and they shoot it that's what it's awesome that's the coolest videos in the world cooler than killing a cat cooler than killing a cat yeah yeah Yeah, unless you're t-biddle and you kill one it's like nine thousand pounds no kidding that's a big i wonder what that thing did weigh Uh, i bet you it was 160 pounds probably at least least close to two that's a big animal yeah because troy he's not a he's not necessarily six foot tall yeah he's not a short person and it was just about as tall as he was yeah yeah big boost so i yeah i offered tyler i said dude if you're in turkey hunt plan on you can hunt my ground get your clark county tag and he's like oh, i'll hunt it i'll hunt it her grandma's and i'm like dude you don't understand turkey hunting you may have to move yeah if they're not over and there your place would be perfect too yeah yeah it is it's decent yeah well just because all the trails you got cut through it anyway yeah you know if you hunt around the uh you know ocean creek yeah, did I have I told you guys the story of the first turkey I killed with you, my gun? Uh, no. So I've been hunting for a couple of years, and I I was didn't have landowners at the time. I could have and I should have been, but I didn't know. So the way turkey hunting in Illinois works, you have like five seasons, and so you try and get season two tags or season four tags, and you'll have like one weekend to hunt. And I couldn't take off work to turkey hunt. So how I finally killed my bird was I got landowners, which means you can hunt all the seasons. So every weekend I could get out there and hunt. And I was chasing birds and chasing birds and trying and trying and trying. And I see this gobbler over here by this fence row going back and forth. I'm like, I got a decoy with me. I'm going to sneak. So I went flying around, waited till he walked in the woods. Because you go in the woods for a little bit and come back out. I waited until right. he went in the woods and I went running over there, set my decoy where he would see it around the corner of the woods. And I went and sat in this brush pile. So I'm sitting there and i looking through the woods. I see him come back out in the field. So I have a box call, you know, and he's like gobbles. I'm like, oh, it's on. All right. So I do that for 45 minutes. I'd call, he'd gobble. I'd call, he'd gobble. <laughs> Finally, like, I'm just shutting up. I sat there for like an hour and a half total. Like time's almost out. You can only hunt till noon or one, whatever it is. Right. And he's finally, after silence and looking at my decoy, curiosity was going to kill him. So he comes, you know, walking over there. And I shoot him. And he takes off. I hit him, but he's taking off kind of running and falling over and running and running towards this finger of woods. I'm like, uh-uh, buddy. So I get up with my gun and I take off running. I'd been sitting there in the same position for an hour and a half. My legs were completely <laughs> asleep. <laughs> so I look like I had muscular dystrophy. Oh, I made it about five yards and fell flat on my face. <laughs> That's great. So the rest of the 80-yard chase, I am like literally dragging my legs you know, right. And they're, <laughs> they're trying to wake up and they're being all tangly and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's awesome. Across the chiseled cornfield. Ooh. Oh yeah. No. I finally, rough. I finally caught up with him. And that's the cool thing about turkey hunting too. Like, you know, deer hunting, you shoot it, you wait, 
you know, you go retrieve your deer, you know, if, if you made a decent shot. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> but with turkey hunting, you shoot one and if it starts flopping around or anything, you just take off, take off, right yeah. go tackle that son of a bitch. Chase him down. That's right. Yep. So that's what I did. But I did. I look like, made about five yards look like I had muscular dystrophy. <laughs> Dude, I wish there was face. a video. Oh, you just yeah. getting up and going right back down. <laughs> My Ford momentum carried me the five yards, <laughs> the launch. Uh, uh, I didn't yeah. actually run. I just fell five yards. Yeah. So anyway. That's awesome. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. You got any good turkey hunting stories, Sean? No. You turkey hunting this year, Sean? I don't know. Wait a minute. Why don't you know? I just haven't made up my mind yet. I don't have like a, I've been meaning, I just started turkey hunting four years ago. That's a dog snoring. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I just started turkey hunting four years ago, and I, I've killed three out of four years, but I, I need to make, like, a nice board, like, for all my tail feathers and beards and stuff, and um, I haven't mm-hmm. done that, so I feel like I'm going to have a bunch of beards and uh, and uh, feet and stuff just hanging, sitting around hanging around and you know you get that breast and eat it and you're done uh you can get those nice plaques for I, 30 40 bucks i know but i live in a 1200 square foot house with oh putting it somewhere three women and a wild <laughs> seven-year-old that's out of his freaking mind <laughs> so i don't know if i'm gonna turkey hunt or not we'll see i think you should the rush i mean because you guys know how i stand about like white tail hunting I don't hunt for meat, you know. Right. Right. But so I guess the rush of turkey hunting's a blast. Yeah. So I might I might do it. I don't know. We'll see. And plus it's tougher now because I got pet turkeys. Oh <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like I just lost a turkey like a uh, week and a half ago. Oh, what happened? You freeze? No, it like I don't know what happened to it. Like she came to the front door, you know, and she's like looking in the kitchen. You know, you know, turkeys do. Yeah, like because they always come to back doors and like a dog. <laughs> so it comes to the back door, and I'm like, "What's Safara? What are you doing?" Her name's Safara. It was one of the ones that our Tom and Han actually. Um, so you've raised it from an egg. From an egg. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> so, and it's smart, but it was standing there on my back porch, and it's looking in the window. I'm like, "All right, I'll go see what's up with this turkey." And I went over there, and it was blood everywhere. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the heck? And uh, so I went out there, and I'm looking all over, and one of her claws or nails or whatever you want to call it had pulled all the way somehow. I don't know if she got it caught on something or what, but it got pulled all the way out of her hand or foot or whatever you want to call it. But So she's bleeding everywhere, and I'm like, oh, crap. So we take her in the house in the kitchen, and I'm holding her, and I duct tape and maxi pad her foot all up try to stop the bleeding right. with uh, baking soda everything try to stop the bleeding and I, and then we put her in this little kennel outside with bedding and and covered it up just to try to keep her comfortable well next day i go out there and she kicked the thing off her little booty and uh started bleeding again but it seemed like it was touch and go you know yep start to claw it up yeah, so I'm gonna. I open the door to, on a cage, and I'll let her come back out into her habitat. Well, 
that night we're getting ready to go somewhere. I don't know where we went. Anyhow, she had came out of her little kennel thing and was laying on the, and I went over there and she was alive, seemed fine. <clears throat> well, and as we we're pulling out, Piper's like, oh, Safara got up. So Turkey actually got up and we left. Well, we came back that night and for some reason we drove two separate vehicles. I don't know where we were, but we pulled up and I was like, crap. And I looked in the fence and that turkey was still in the same spot. And I was like, crap. So yeah. I ran over there and I was like, Safara, get up, you know. And she lifted her head up real slow. And she was like out of it. No energy, eyes closed, nothing. I was like, oh, crap. So I scoop her up, put her in a towel, bring her in the house. And I'm, I give her a shot of penicillin. I'm trying to get her warm and so i'm guessing she lost a lot of blood yep so me and piper were laying on the couch with her i just was holding her like a dog all right and i'm like uh she's like she ain't gonna make it dad and i was like maybe she'll warm up and i don't know if she lost i said animals and people as we lose blood we reproduce it and uh hopefully she reproduces some blood now she's not bleeding anymore and she comes to life well Every now and again, like every five minutes, this turkey would be like, <laughs> and, have, oh, and like start, oh no, and, like a Caesar yeah, or something. Start seizing out, and then I got my wife over there googling what happens when your pet turkey starts <laughs> seizing. <laughs> so, so I see the, you know, the mortified look on Jamie's face every time she googles something, and I'm like, geez, oh Pete, just chill out. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden, I'm like. I got a good feeling because Safara picks her head up, opens her eyes, and, <laughs> and looked at me. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, shit, she's feeling better. And I look at Piper, and Piper's like, that ain't good, daddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <And then laughs> the, the turkey looks at me. <laughs> and, that, and that was the end of it she died right there oh. i was like sore dick uh, i might have even said that i felt so bad <laughs> i felt so bad for piper because the turkey like literally did the death stare yeah right and yeah. died and it was, thought, it was that wide eyed and she knew she yeah. knew <laughs> and i'm thinking oh yeah <laughs> nursed her back to health and here she is dying my daughter <laughs> knows she's dead and women's intuition yeah so i'm like what are we gonna do because we got like the pet cemetery back there i mean when a chicken sticks his foot out of the egg and dies and doesn't make it i gotta bury the son of a <laughs> so i got what and the next day i'll have like walmart bags and shit all scattered over my yard because i didn't bury it deep enough <laughs> oh, oh yeah yes. <laughs> don't let how the hell do you explain that to the kids you know oh my god you there's a feather over there <laughs> I've done that to so many damn animals. Uh, so uh, that had been mortified at, at Jimmy's house last year. Oh, yeah. When uh, Dustin's dog got loose and went on a chicken, chicken killing spree. Oh, no. And I mean, it took him about 30 seconds. About, uh, yeah, all, of thir all we did is he let him out the door. And as soon as he got out, we were like, oh, crap, where's he going? Because he took off like a bat out of hell. And by the time 
I mean, it it was it couldn't have been more than a minute. Yeah, we a minute ran over to the house, and there's literally feathers scattered <laughs> in a circle all the way around that house. Well, what was there like five dead turkeys? Yeah, or uh, chickens? It was <sighs> oh, it was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> so after Safara dies, of course they're all looking at me like, "Are you gonna bury it?" <laughs> right. Oh, I'm thinking, son of a gun. You know, they're all upset and crying, and yep. which I understand. So far, was a pet and stuff, but dang, how many, how much of this crap we're gonna go through? I said, the ground's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a shovel in the ground. It's eight below. Yeah. Well, why don't you cremate them? Uh, what? <laughs> so as I'm thinking this over the next few days at work. Safara's wrapped in a trash bag outside on the deck in this little kennel. <laughs> it gets warm one day. Uh-oh. And my wife's like, <sighs> you know, first thing she does, it's not, hey, honey, I'm home. How are you? It's, oh, my God. You still didn't take care of this turkey. How morbid is that? going <laughs> 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 to start stinking. And I'm like, son of a gun. So <clears throat> I go and I bought a little metal trash can. And I'm out there in the backyard no burning this damn way. turkey. And I'm like, no as I'm burning it, I'm, I'm expecting to smell like rotten, nasty flesh. And I'm like, damn, this shit smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm having a barbecue, man. I'm like, I hope the kids don't come out because it smells like I'm uh, daddy's cooking. It would have been horrible if he just like smoked it or something and served it up for dinner. Dad, what what, what are we having for dinner? What'd you do different, Dad? <laughs> right, right. I don't know. It tastes like a raised turkey to me. <laughs> but uh, oh, so man. so you're out there cremating a turkey in a bucket, and Piper's got the ashes on her dresser in a mason jar. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, dedication! Holy cow! Yeah. Son of a gun, I'm so sick of animals dying. Now they want goats and shit. Oh, wow. <gasps> are you going to get goats? I'm selling that house and maybe. Really? I don't know. The pygmy goats are awesome. I will say. They're that. all awesome. Huh? Huh? They're all awesome. Yeah, but you, me- you remember Timmy, don't yeah, you? Timmy, yeah, yeah. Timmy was, oh, man. I would say what they, they got killed. Every animal I had got killed in like a two-day span. Three turkeys, two goats. The hell, did Dustin's dog chickens. come by? No, it was, we, don't, we couldn't figure out what it was, but I guess... Uh, a fa- uh, not a ferret. Yeah, a ferret. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're everywhere. Especially in County. Yeah, yeah. they're all over it's the damn place. So bad. That's uh, why I want today. Uh, come uh, in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> damn man, uh, uh, <laughs> you ain't even drinking. Uh, the ferrets are gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, oh wait, wait. damn. <laughs> 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 or ass. Uh, what, what, what? Their damn parents uh, killing them goats <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. I ain't laughed that hard in a while. My belly hurts. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I know, but appa- apparently a, a possum or there's something else. I can't remember. <laughs> ferret possum. Yeah, ferret possum. <laughs> it was a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, he wouldn't believe it. How did they like a rat? <laughs> it, was so, it was so fast. <laughs> yeah, because Paul's 
Muslims are fast. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete. Oh, crap. Oh, my God. I wish y'all could be here to laugh with us because it's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, go to your story. Uh, no, but uh, I, I guess a possum will sink its teeth in and there's something else that kills stuff and all they do is drain the blood. Because we found our animals literally looked like they were sleeping. Even the turkeys because that they were so fat because they were uh, they were supposed to have just been feeder turkeys mm-hmm. and a feeder turkey will only live like two or three years because they get so fat genetically their legs will break so we weren't going to keep them for that long we were going to eat them anyway right but uh, but yeah they were all just sleeping wherever the hell they were I remember that yeah <clears throat> we met that year I think uh, yeah we did didn't we but, it was bad it but was goats so bad. are so awesome man they like. <clears throat> Jump on your back. Yeah, they wag their tails yeah. and stuff, and they're happy to see you. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah they're like awesome. dogs, man. Yeah, they like to fight. <clears throat> they're listening. Yeah, that that thing he had, man, you'd like put your hand in there, and it would like do the little round thing. It was a ferret. It would do the same thing. You <laughs> 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 mean the ferret was riding the goat? Uh, yeah, yes, the ferret yes, was riding yes, the goat. Because that happens all the time, too. And, and the possum had him by a leash. Leading him around. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man, I need a drink. <laughs> Me too. Hey, hit, hit pause. We're going to get something to drink. We'll come back. Pause. Okay, pause. we'll be back after this 10-minute station identification. Yeah. You guys go ahead. I'll talk. Okay. okay. Jimmy, talk. <laughs> that ought to be fun. Freaking amateur hour <laughs> around here. Let's see if I can go find me a ferret real fast. Oh, man. <laughs> New sex move, the ferret. It's, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is for the county. <laughs> oh. Couple of dick noses. Yeah, it's good to have. It's good to have Sean with us again. He's a good dude. So, anyway, we appreciate um, all you guys listening to the podcast. We get quite a bit of feedback through text messages and private messages and stuff. Um, but something that we still need to address is the name for our wives to put on the T-shirt. We've had a few uh, entries. Most of them have been too dirty to uh, put on a T-shirt, and they're really funny. But uh, we've had a couple that that are legit. So don't forget, you need to name our wives. They uh, they like free stuff, so we need a good, safe way to call them free whores, basically. They'll do anything to get something for free. Not really, but we tease them like that. So send us your submissions. Whenever we pick a winner, we're going to send you a Wobbly Arrow hat and a Wobbly Arrow t-shirt. So be sure and uh, send us your submissions. They're in there. They're talking now. So I'll just keep going without them. That's how professional we are around here. We're actually, this podcast is actually coming from Justin's Man Cave in Brazil. And he is painting. He's got some deer up. Justin's a he's a deer killer. He can get it done. He likes to talk like he goes through these droughts. But I'm telling you, he's got plenty of deer heads in here. In fact, Mandy, his wife's got a really nice buck that's uh, mounted in here. So, Justin, I've been uh, talking to people about your small penis. My small penis? No. Okay. I was telling them how we're still doing the giveaway of a hat and a shirt. Yeah. We still need submissions. Uh, told them that some, most of the submissions we got aren't t-shirt friendly, but they're funny. But they're funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We definitely laughed. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think we can put cum dumpster on the back of the church. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No, I think I think we need to stick away from that. Probably not. So anyway, and I was also talking it's about moist. all the deer you've killed that are hanging in your man cave here. Uh, yeah, that's Mandy's deer, actually. I know. I know. Which one? That, that one? one? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mandy's. Yeah. This was my first bow kill. Was it? Yep. The one that you're well, my, my, my first bow buck. No. That's was your that first... the one with the father-in-law's bow? With no, that was a... 87-inch draw? That, that was a 40-pound deer. That was oh, okay. <laughs> that's the first traditional buck, right? Yeah, the one on the left. The one over here with yep, the that's traditional that one? Yep. Oh. oh, that was a year before. Yeah, that was a year before that. Yeah, that was at Buster's property. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Justin's a killer. He a is killer. a buck You want to know... You wanna, and honestly, I, I'm going to shoot a lot more deer next year. I'm not gonna. You are? Yeah, I'm not gonna hunt. I'm not gonna just hunt for. I gotta fill my freezer, dude. I realized this year, this is the first year I only killed one doe. Usually it's at least three. And last year, because I was holding out trying to get a buck. Your wife gave me this. She's a sweet woman, isn't she? she? Is. Yes, she is. But I. But now that I. Give me a hug, dude. Realize that. I need to fill the freezer. We went through <sighs> that. We went through that deer way too fast. Yeah. We've. This year, because I've been eating healthy and on the health kick, <clears throat> I wanted to kill more deer, so I gave Carter the green light to kill some more does, because he, <clears throat> he's all about taking those deer. He's addicted to the, yeah, the he, rush. he's addicted to it. And yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I get it. Oh, so, I really get it. But I like eating, eat a lot of eggs and, and venison together. That's, That's good. High protein, low fat, you know. Yeah. Grinding, still trying to lose weight. I'm stuck in the upper 190s. Are you it, really? It yeah. looked good. But yeah. that's yeah. when I did mine good. both times. Well, I got the 185 at one time, but the oh, the last time I was stuck at the 190 something. Yeah. I got down to 196, got sick, ballooned back up to 201, still eating healthy and working out. Not working out as hard when I felt crappy, but <clears throat> it's just normal and natural. It's just part of the journey. You know, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle now for me gotta be i'm slowly getting <clears throat> coming down slowly <laughs> i don't know about slowly he's pretty quick out of the gate uh 22 pounds you look good and i don't know how not very it hasn't been that long has it no since I started. it really hasn't <clears throat> since you, the ata show when you consider that i've been doing it since july <clears throat> six months seven months solid i got 30 more pounds to go man yeah no yeah, problem. I don't. I don't get down below two hundred very easy. No, I just, I just don't. It's because yeah. you're curvy. That's some, yeah. It's because I'm curvy. I like your look. That's He's right. thick and juicy and curvy. He is moist <clears throat> everywhere. It makes me moist. Huh. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you guys, I've been making me moist all night. <laughs> just sitting, just sitting here. <laughs> oh, just, I'm leaking out of every orifice. Oh, yeah. oh. sounds like he has an ear infection. Well, I know. Hmm. Little anal seepage. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I bet you this. Sorry about that, Grandma. I bet that's you the seat on your truck is nasty. Oh, yeah. It's pretty Your bad. work truck. Uh, my little work car out there. Oh, dude, you can't get it. No, out. the one. Oh, I'm sure that's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sit in it for 10 hours. And your cloth seats. All that seepage. Imagine just, how much just, fecal matter is down yeah. in his seats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those long truck car rides. It's so oh, bad. Man. He just farts on himself for like 12 hours straight. It's so bad. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. There are some times 
I, on like a ten hour drive, I, I'll go I'll go six hours without stopping because mm-hmm. you just get used to it. And I get out and I walk into the gas station. I'll take a piss, and it's just like this, just from sitting there and just all the juices oh, just yeah. marinating. You know what I mean? You, you you go take a pee, and you know you just kind of you let those juices wolf. out a little bit. Yeah, you just get like a straight just. I call it the wolf. Did the wolf? Oh, it's so bad. What's the wolf? The uh, wolf is that. Well, there's two kinds of wolves, I guess. <laughs> like when you're, oh, I can't talk about that on the podcast. Why not? Well, <laughs> a wolf is like when you're. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when you're thrusting your hips. Oh, yes. that kind of wolf. Yes. That. Oh, yeah. yeah and you get yeah. that wolf, get that, and you're like wolf. Yeah. Oh, crap. That from behind. <laughs> and you got to put your hands like this <laughs> right. to form a seal yeah. between. Between you and that. Oh, wow. And when you're fat, like I am, Use it's not belly. so bad anymore. But, yeah, the wolf. Yeah, yeah. And the other wolf is when you, like he said, when you go to pee. And you've been and, sitting for way too long. And, and then you're you, like. All that ball juice and yeah, stuff. That that's smells like ball sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then you're like, then you do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So you you do that? You do the wipe and smell? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to do a wipe all the and time. smell every now and then. Even like when I accidentally touch my uh, chocolate starfish, <laughs> like when I'm wiping. <laughs> I still, yeah. It's like a habit. You got like to be like, yeah. yep, oh, I got yeah, poop yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I touched my butt. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't do that. If I break through the paper and like finger myself. You don't smell it? <laughs> Hell no! I just roll the dice and figure I'm just gonna wash my hands anyway. No, because if there's no smell, there's no point. In it's washing like a hands. fart. I always like. Oh no! This. You gotta wash your hands. I do this like when I fart. <laughs> Is that right. weird? I always do that. I mean, sometimes it's a good fart, and you know, it's like one of those. Sometimes you just, you have those manly farts that have to be appreciated, or you can clear a room. Well, okay, enjoying your farts a little different than swabbing your balls with your hand and smelling it. <laughs> oh, my buddy did that at work. He had, <clears throat> and I fell for it. He had suspenders on, big tall guy. And he, I could see in his hands down the suspenders. We were at like the morning turnover meeting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? And then he's like, hey, truck, smell that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And everybody laughing, but it smelled just like mine. So ball sweat must I be think, like a. I think it's universal. It is a universal yeah, smell. It, yeah, I think it is. I mean, yeah. I don't think so. I believe it is. I think how many women you've been with, you know, and every one of them's like, yeah, that smells the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he ain't showered in a day, or he just got out of the shower. Or... Oh, that's funny. So. Can we prove it? Do you have some ex-girlfriends we can call up? <laughs> oh, we'll just uh, ask them all. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think we no. need to call ex-girlfriends. No, we don't. we don't. I think we just need to leave that out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No. We don't. Man, you guys were on a roll. Mm, Justin, you won't believe it. We actually have six people watching. Oh! Is, is let me see them blues! Yeah. That's nope. the big joke nowadays. Who was it? Uh, uh, Jim Burnworth. Jim Burnworth. Oh, I see him. <laughs> <Did laughs> he turn around. He turns, <laughs> let me see this. <laughs> Nobody's watching. <laughs> there wasn't one person no. on the whole thing. 
Oh, it was so funny because I'm laughing. I'm di- as soon as he grabs the phone from me, I start dying laughing. His wife started laughing too because she knew there wasn't nobody watching either. <laughs> and he's over there getting all wound up. Let me see them blues. Yeah, what was. kind of blues we got? And he's like, oh. I'm like, well, they'll watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. It was funny. Uh, Is my wife on there? I don't think so. Is she even a wobbly arrow friend? I don't know. Do you want me to uh, so. delete the video so she can't hear you talking about the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. She don't have the wolf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. He's got his little girl back here. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. I can't see you, cute little pumpkin. <laughs> How long has she been? Was there? she here for the wolf? No, <laughs> she no, wasn't. Okay. She just came out. Just Thank goodness. Right. Because go, if she would have been on the live the whole time, we'd have been CPS. Damn. Hey. Gotta go pee. Bye, puppy. But. What are you doing, Carter? Carter. Just looking all buff. Look at his boots. Deer slayer. Look how buff he's getting. Why don't you ask Carter if he does the old swab and sniff? Carter, have you ever taken your hand and like rubbed it down in that spot between your sack and your inner thigh and then smelt it? (laughs) Never? (laughs) What? Really? Is that an old man thing? I think it's a gross bastard thing. (laughs) You've never done it, Jimmy? No. Why? Why would I? Because it's got a cool smell. (laughs) No. It's not as bad as you think. Uh, no. Are we weird? I, I don't think so. Very. It's possible, but I don't think so. I think it's more universal our way than it is. Oh, how about this? Do you sometimes, and maybe I'm odd. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm not the only listener, or you know, maybe there's some listeners out there. That, and the guys at work make fun of me, but, I mean, all the time, but one guy finally... <laughs> Stood up for me, and he was like, "Oh shit, that happens to me too!" And everybody stopped and looked at him like, and I was like, hey, "I told you I wasn't the only one." I googled it and blah blah blah. Anyway, so let me get into what happened. What, what are the percentage of men? Like you sitting there Google what no. percentage of men? And this is so no, weird. And this is the first like making it public. Oh, you're coming out outing yourself, literally. Yeah. literally. Yeah. We're out when I poop. Closet. Yes. Sometimes when I poop, cliffhanger semen comes out. What? Yes. And I got scared because I was like pooping one time. <laughs> and I looked down and I was like, <laughs> damn. What? That's like what? What? Semen. So I Googled it and I was like, does anybody else like come when I poop? <laughs> you know? Well, because it scared me, and I'm like thinking, what is going on? Something's wrong with me. Well, once I hit it in Google, all kinds of people. Uh, it happens. There's a whole community out there? Yes. There's got a, a Facebook page. There's a pre-cum community. That's what everybody at work says. Did you pre-cum? Yeah, when you pooped. So, <laughs> so it's not a bad thing. I guess there's a bunch of different causes, but I guess, guess your turd can like push on your prostate and make you really a little bit or something if you push too hard it can but it was weird the first time (laughs) i was like (laughs) and then it happened again and i was like damn because i always put a toilet paper liner you know like i always take a 12 inch piece of toilet paper and i put it especially on a public pooper on that little spot right there yeah where everybody lays their wiener 
or probably because <laughs> there's always stuff there. I always lay a toilet paper there. So when I flush, it just slides off and goes down. Well, when I started pre tunneling, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't go down. So when it's, I flush, gluing it to the yes, toilet, everything would be gone but that piece of toilet paper. And I'd be like, damn. Oh my God. So you have to flush oh, wow. it again. Is that weird? Maybe some of your listeners have tapped. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. My so- face is hurting from laughing. <laughs> so- well, so what happened was we went six months at work, and I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. When I poop, sometimes semen comes out. I can't help it. And I Googled it, and we're good. I can't believe you admitted that. I did. I don't care. You got to know me by now. I didn't. Don't it care. don't matter what people think. I really. I'd don't. be asking my doctor. Is there something wrong? I did. With me? Nothing's wrong. So <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh yeah. Either. Next time I'll take a picture of it. No, I believe you. you. <laughs> Trust me. For real. I t- I'll take your word for okay. it. So anyhow, so I'm at work one time, and there's this guy Marty. I won't mention his last name, but we're at this. We're at the tailboard. We call it where shifts get together before we change over. You know, and it's probably eight of us. You know, around this table, we're all talking, and I'm like, yeah, and one guy's like, did you pre-come tonight, blah, 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 and I was like, yeah, and Marty's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, dude, I'm telling you, sometimes when I poop, semen comes out, and Marty's like, oh, me too, man, <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> but after he said it, he's like, <laughs> are you the only one? <laughs> you know, and so he kind of like sunk down, and shit. but yeah, it happens to people, and Maybe I'm a weirdo, and you knew know a little too much about Sean now than you did five minutes ago, but I'm happily married and really don't care if you care if I come when I poop or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, maybe that'll go viral. Uh, we had three comments. I didn't know it. Oh, he comes yeah, he when he poops. <laughs> oh, we had, oh, we could have answered some questions. I didn't see him. Well, we even had people share it. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure my story had nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I come when I poop. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is going viral. <laughs> Indiana man comes uh. when he poops. <laughs> Fox News alert. Uh, oh, crap. oh Lord. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, sore dick. Real literally. <laughs> yeah, right. Cremated turkeys to come in when you poop. Uh, yeah, we've covered it <laughs> all oh, yeah. today. Episode for the ages. Mm. It was a good. It has been a good episode. Yes, it has. Sure has. Did we talk much hunting? A little bit. Yeah, we did. We did. Hey, yeah. here's the thing about Wobbly Arrow. So Justin and I feel like the direction of the show is... We're starting to pick up listeners that don't care about the hunting stuff. They fast forward through it, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. They just like it. You they like they you just like talking. to laugh, right? So the way we <laughs> we've laughed a lot, tonight. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Ferrets. <laughs> That's a good one. So in our show, we want to cover hunting and stay true to archery, but at the same time, we're going to go off topic a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, and just so everybody knows, I mean, we're. We're more just going to be the funny side of hunting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, we're that's the fun side. Yep, yep. Unless yep. we kill a big deer, then Unless, we know everything. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Do it like this. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Kill a big deer, we turn into yeah. two biddle. You're yeah, not sure. shooting a load when you poop, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> 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 I bet you there's some listeners out there that may oh, yeah. have experienced oh, it. You're getting something like, why is he talking about this? It happens to me all the time. But they're not brave enough to come out. <laughs> <laughs> there's like this whole. 
hidden group of people. There is. There's yeah. a whole, like archery talk, you know? Yeah. There's a come when you poop talk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there is. It's out there. Yeah. And for the listeners, my 15-year-old son is sitting here listening. He's got a maroon-colored shirt on, and his face about matches. Almost the same color. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. He's heard it all, He's, except come when you poop. I never. That's a first. I never even knew that was a thing. Who knows? You may come when you poop when you get older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't experience it until my mid-20s, probably. So you might just think, oh, man, one day and be like, ah, oh, Sean does it. <laughs> We're good. The buck was super comes when he poops. <laughs> hey, when was the last time you calmed when you pooped it? <laughs> I was back in a tree stand in 85 and I pooped and I came. <laughs> you know what I mean? There may be some old time listener. <laughs> And then shits in the woods all the oh, time, God. and he's like, I was kind of wondering why I did that all the time when I was sitting on the ground, booping, and coming. Oh, shit. I'm about to choke oh, on my own phlegm. Oh, oh, crap. That's awesome. Oh, man. My, yeah. oh, my good, face hurts. Good laughing today, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, Sean, thank you for being on this yeah. episode. I, hey, man, it's always I, a good time. It's good to get with friends. Yes. Yeah. Missed you. We're going to, we got to do this more. We're going to cut out of here. So until next time, stay wobbly, please. Stay wobbly, eh? <laughs>